Mothers are the queens of the castle. But let's be real. It's not all ball gowns and glass slippers. On this podcast, we're giving you a peek behind the throne at the privilege and responsibility of wearing the crown. My name is Helen Hope Kimbrough, and I'm a proud wife and mom of two adult sons. And I'm Charlita Hatch, a proud wife, married to my high school sweetheart, and a proud mom to two little ones. Get ready as we share jewels with each other and you around all things connected to motherhood. Hello again. How are you? I am doing awesome. Hey, fantastic. We are excited about this next topic. We don't know where it's going to take us, <laughs> but we are going on for the ride just to see where we go. And so the title of this one is, What Advice Would You Give Your Younger Self? And it's based off of a book uh, called What I Know Now, Letters to My Younger Self by Ellen Spragans. And so we thought this would be a great topic uh, for us to cover. And so we'll just kind of, you know, highlight some things that we've learned over the course of our journey. And we would love to hear uh, your comments and feedback um, just to hear about your journey as well. So would you like to start, Charlita? Sure. All right. The first thing I would tell my younger self is you are not fat. (laughs) And so (laughs) I have gone through my entire life thinking I was fat. Why? Just, you know, thinking about, you know, some of our previous episodes, who you're in spaces with and who you're comparing your body type to and like what the standard image of the Barbie dolls and all of those things. I never looked like that. I was never, I've never been a size zero. I've Mm -hmm. never been able to just go without a bra. Like Mm -hmm. I just have never been that girl. And so I have always thought I was fat. And then, of course, don't shame me, but. Now that I think I'm fat at this phase of life, I look back on my other photos and I'm like, oh, I would do anything to be that that size. And so, yeah, I would just say you are not fat and you should, you know, I think I would like to have a positive because we never talked about it in my family. Nobody called me fat, Mm -hmm. but just like what it means to have a positive body self image was like a no comment. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I would like to to change that going forward with my daughter to like really validate her body, how she looks and to like speak that confidence. And I know mm-hmm. it starts with me also being okay with how I look yes. and how I show up. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I'm trying to see which one am I going to say just because we're talking about just outwardly appearance appearances. Um, I am not my hair mm. because I think, you know, growing up, my hair was wavy and my hair has often been long. But then, you know, over time, it's the fact that you want to get a relaxer and you want your hair to be straight. And then that creates a whole nother component because now you got to get your hair done all the time and you want these different styles and all of that. And believe it or not, I had to go all the way to Africa, Mm. literally. Nairobi, Kenya, in a village, hair was straight. And these girls were like, why is your hair straight? I don't understand. And they were literally pulling my hair because they didn't think it was attached to my head. And I said, no, 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 no. That's that's my hair and you're pulling it. And then they said, why is your, I don't understand. Like, why is your hair straight? And I said, well, it's relaxed. And they said, but I don't understand. Why is your hair relaxed? And then they said, you should cut it. 
cut your hair. Now, most of them, they do have their hair cut, right? Shaved. Um, but I thought about it and it just stayed with me. This These girls from this village in Nairobi. And probably three months after that, I did the big chop. Good for you. And I cut my hair. Now, it didn't bode well with my husband, but... Three years later, he came. <laughs> he came around. It didn't matter because I was like, "This is my hair," and um, and then after that, that's when I really started embracing embracing my curl pattern, embracing my hair, embracing just the various styles I could do and wear with it. And now I love it, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm never going back to relaxed hair. Like this is it. This this is my hair." And so I embrace it. So that's something that I would share. I love it. All right. Next up for me would be that um, when you're in spaces that are talking about girls and women, they're not always talking about you as a black girl and a black woman. And you got to make your voice heard. Don't dim your light. Don't try to assimilate so that they are talking about you. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you are being a bright light so that they see you. And I haven't always walked into my light because I want it to be so much accepted into what it meant to be a woman and girl space, mm -hmm. even when there weren't spaces like that for me, yeah. whether it through schools or programs, a debate team, wherever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I look more? So going back to even looks, how do I look more? How do I sound more? How do mm -hmm. I fit in more? Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, this is who I am. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And, um, and you've always been in like those peculiar spaces and, you end up shining bright, though, yes. girl. Yes, I always say, God, what it? Why you keep putting me in the same situation <laughs> in a different way? And obviously, I probably haven't learned whatever I'm supposed to learn. So I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, another one that I want to share is it's not the end of the world, because sometimes when you go through challenges or hard times or different experiences that you don't feel like you can be lifted from, it's not the end of the world. Now, you may have to revisit how you review or, or look at that, but there are steps that you can take. So some of those steps are just exhaling. Initially, I would cry all mm. the time. And I mean, sob, cry. And I had a dear girlfriend of mine in my early 20s who said, girl, you got to stop all that crying. This is ridiculous. Sounds like me talking to you. I know. She's like, this is ridiculous because you become immobile and you can't think clearly or straight. And so you can't even think about the next things that you need to go do because you are so absorbed into your own emotions. And so I still love her to this day for sharing that with me because at that point, I was like, I'm, I'm going to stop crying. And so I don't cry a lot like I did before. Now I get choked up my eyes water, all of the things. Um, but I'm like, I need to be more action oriented and just to have a clear head of how I need to go do some things a little bit differently. So I would say it's not the end of the world. And I think the next one would be going off a of, girl, stop all that crying. <laughs> There's never a right time. So just do it. And yes. I think that you are, when you are a high achiever and a perfectionist and you're the only and you feel like the weight of your family, your race or whatever on your back, that you're always trying to perfectly time things, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, when should I try to tr try this activity or go to school or 
get a new job or be a mom or get married. And it's never going to be the right time. Mm -hmm. But because of who you are Mm -hmm. and who God has called you to be, you're going to be fine. So just do it. Yep. And you are actually blocking your blessing or blocking blessings that other people can receive from you mm-hmm. when you stay still when God told you to go. Yep. No, I agree. That's good. She's preaching to me. <laughs> I hear it. Um, the other one, of course, you know, I love Dr. Maya Angelou. So you always hear me kind of quote her from time to time. We share the same birthday, by the way. Uh, when someone shows you who they are, mm. believe them. Oh, my goodness. The first time. <laughs> the first time. Yes. And how many times do we not do that? Trust me. It's, ridic- <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because you go through your mind. You're like, okay, maybe I need to navigate and go this way. Or maybe I need to rearrange and try this. But that approach never works. Um, It could be, you know, with friendships or relationships or even with projects. And sometimes you just have to have like these rooted conversations with yourself and say, you know what? It's not for you. This person is not for you. This situation, it may not be for you. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. And so when people treat you certain ways where you feel like you're being kind and generous, it's okay if, if it's not, you know, received. They don't want to be your friend, Helen. It's fine. Yep. Move on. Yep. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom taught me this, but don't rush to be a wife and a mom. Have some time just being you. And her whole thought, her whole message to me was, as soon as you get married, then it, then you're always a wife. You never stop being a wife until you choose not to be a wife if you choose not to be a wife. But you're always considering another person. Mm-hmm. As soon as you're a mom... You're a mom for the rest of your life, and then you're no longer just husband and wife. Now you're parents, and you're that for the rest of your life. And so whatever small space you have from, you know, if you choose to go to college to when you get married, that's the only time where you have an adult version of just you. Mm -hmm. And I love that she preached that to us and that Mm -hmm. she wanted my sister and I to have space and time to like paint the walls purple and, mm-hmm. you know, decorate the house how we wanted to and just go travel and not have to worry about other people and other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that really helped me to be grounded going into this season that I'm in now. Yeah. And I will really encourage, um, I'm glad my younger self listened, but I wanted to share that mm-hmm. um, out just in case my younger self was going to be hard headed. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I would actually say another lesson for me is you cannot be in this life alone. Mm. I mean, there are people who choose to be lonely, but you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you need people. You need people just to talk with. You need people to, you know, bounce ideas off of each other. Um, even with you and I doing this podcast, I mean, I just look at our dynamics together, right? And there are some things that I do well and there are some things that you do well, but but there are some things that I don't do well. And you'll say, Helen, don't worry about it. I got it. And then you'll say, Helen, how is this? How do you think this will be? And I'm like, oh, let me think about it. Then I'll chime in. And you're like, oh, no, that's perfect. I like that. And so I feel like that exchange is something that we need throughout life. You don't have to do this life by yourself. You don't have to do this life alone. You do need people. And so I would just want us to, you know, embrace each other more and um, and have us share that knowledge together and grow together. 
So I think my last point um, would be to piggyback off that is you are enough. Because you, I feel like I've spent so much of my life, you know, from being adopted and never wanting my parents who chose me to feel like they made a mistake or for other family members to feel like they didn't do a good job. Mm -hmm. And even though nobody made me feel that way, I made myself feel that way. I never felt like I was enough or doing enough. And I think that kind of like fuels some of the behavior that I feel is that I, that I display now. I don't think it's healthy Mm -hmm. of always being on the go and always saying yes and always feeling like I have to do more Mm -hmm. instead of just feeling like if I do nothing, I'm still enough and good. So I would definitely tell my younger self, you are enough. That's awesome. And I'm like, yes, girl, I'm going to brace that. I am enough. (laughs) Yes. You are enough, Charlita. Thank you. Um, I think my final point is I can't live this life without the Lord, girl. Mm -mm, Amen. mm -mm. When I am weak, he is strong. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I tried it and it didn't work. (laughs) Say it again. I tried it and it didn't work. And you go back and now that you're older and wiser and it's just like, girl, you didn't have to go that that hard, dangerous path. You could have gone in a whole you different listen way. listen to your daddy. You could have gone right <laughs> instead of left, but you decided to go left. But if you had just listened to the father, your, your road would have been a little bit better. And he would have guided you, helped you navigate it a little bit better. So... I, that's just my own personal thing. I'm like, I don't care who you are. I can't live this life without him. So, yeah. Amen. And I, I love that we had this because as, as I listened to you and I thought about my own reflections, all these things we still can tell ourselves right now. Oh, yeah. Like they're all still very applicable. Mm-hmm. And certainly our trajectory of what we would have done and how we would show up now would be different if we knew those things. Yes. But we still have time to like implement you know, definitely so. all, all of the things that we talked about. So I so I really appreciate uh, mm-hmm. you sharing the things you shared and the vulnerability there. I know you as well. And I mean, I just love, again, the conversations that we have together. I mean, they're just not for ourselves. They're for, you know, our community, our uh, larger audience of moms and women and, you know, those who tune in um, just to hear our perspectives and our lived experiences I mean, we can't do this without you. So you are part of our community as well. So, And if you have liked what you have heard today and all season, we totally invite you to like, comment, share, or subscribe. Please tell a friend as we go on this journey together. I cannot believe we have wrapped season one. Season one. (laughs) And that's a wrap, folks. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Throne podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and comment below with your feedback. Check out future episodes from us as we discuss motherhood from babies to adults.